0: Hi, Mama. Welcome to Ministry and Motherhood. This is your host, coach, and mentor, Lauren Apple. Here at Ministry and Motherhood, we want to see you step fully into your God given ministry impact at home and in the marketplace. So let's get moving. Hey, my friends. Welcome back. I want to dive really deep into something that I believe we are not hearing enough of right now in the online world, in the personal development world, in the go after your dreams and everything that's on your heart world, okay? And that is this, when dreaming is not enough, okay? Because dreaming isn't, it isn't enough. And we have gotten into this place in our society and our culture where um, this whole idea of sticking up a bunch of, of pictures and having dreams and writing them down and making a vision board and sticking it up is going to manifest it into our lives. And even in the Christian world, you hear this over and over again, and I have nothing against vision boards Let me tell you, I have one on my wall, okay? And I pray over that and I surrender it to the Lord. And those are the dreams that God has placed inside of my heart and birthed in me and goals that I'm working towards. But the problem here becomes when we believe that posting a picture, uh, a fantasy, an idea on a piece of paper or writing it down or creating a digital vision board is going to simply make it happen. And that is the culture, unfortunately, that we're in. That's the society that we're in that we can just manifest things, that we can just believe for things enough and it's going to happen. That if we just put it in our mind and we think about it and we fantasize about it and we feel it and, and all these things, we put ourselves there, then it's just going to happen because we have put it in front of our eyes. But that is not the deal, okay? Vision boards are great and they're powerful tools. And and it doesn't mean that they're not Christian. And it doesn't mean that if you have a vision board that you're believing in manifestation. No, it's about setting your intentions, right? It is about taking the things that God has birthed inside of you, the dreams, the visions, the passions, the goals that he has set for your life and putting them in front of you so that you can see them and you can set your intentions daily, It's a commitment to the Lord. When I create my vision board, when I go after my goals, these are commitments that the Lord is calling me to make. These are things that have been birthed in prayer. These are things that have come to life out of surrender and obedience to God's calling. These are things that he has put inside of me that might not be for anyone else, but they're for me. Because God is calling me to make these commitments. And so when I, I post a picture, when I write them down and journal about them, when I speak about them to another person, it is a consistent commitment I am making to the Lord to surrender these over to him, right? To give these visions to him. You know, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, and you've heard me say it a million times, it says without vision, the people perish, right? Right. Uh, another translation says, where there's no word from God, okay, the people are uncontrolled. They're left to wander around aimlessly. If we are not hearing from the Lord and setting our intentions to commit the things that God is calling us to, or that he has birthed inside of us, or the dreams that he has placed in our hearts, if we are not setting those out before us and making them a vision, right, a plan, uh, something to set our intentions towards, then we will wander around aimlessly. We will be uncontrolled. We will not be following the voice of the Lord for our lives. Have a cook too, too it says, write the vision on tablets so you may run with it when you read it. So, anyone who reads it will run with it, okay? That's not the exact quotation. That is my paraphrase of that verse, but write it down plainly on tablets, okay? Write it down on paper. Put pictures to a board if you are more of a visual person, right? Journal it down in your journal, in your prayer time with the Lord. Write it down so that it is plain and clear, and you can see it, and you can judge it, right? This is where SMART goals come in place. You have a vision, you set goals to that vision, right? And making sure that it's specific and measured and attainable and results-oriented and timed. Okay, another time I'll talk more about that and what that looks like for goal setting, but make it plain, Make it so you know exactly what you're going after so that you may run, okay? The scripture doesn't stop on just writing it down. And that is what has been missing in the message right now about vision, okay, about having dreams, about going out those dreams, is that you may run so you have a plan that you can take action on, right? So you may run with it. So that you don't wander around aimlessly, so that you are controlled, so that you have parameters to work within. That is what our visions are about. And so your actions then in your life need to align with your dreams. And so you put something up, you create a vision board. Well, what next? Because dreams are not enough. Sitting in the fantasy world and thinking about it and and looking at your future and feeling it and experiencing, yes, those are powerful ways that God can help us have motivation and determination, right? But it is the commitment and the consistent hard work of taking daily action that is going to get us to see those dreams come to life. So your actions then need to align with your dreams, with your visions, okay? With what you put those pictures on that vision board, then you need to determine what are the actions that need to align with that, okay? And you know, you might not even know where to start with some of those, but let me tell you this, scripture is super clear on your development, right? It's super clear on growing. It's super clear on preparation. It's super clear on disciplines that you can put into your life to grow yourself, spending time in the word, reading scripture, prayer, setting up the spiritual disciplines of prayer and fasting and worship and all these other things that the Bible talks about. Community and connecting in community, right? You grow and then you go. You develop and then you disciple. You surrender and then you serve, okay? When you have dreams to make an impact, which I know all of you listening, that's why you're listening, okay? Your dreams, some of them might be in your own heart or your mind or they might be things that you fantasize about and are really great for your lifestyle, but all of them coincide with the dream and the desire you have to impact the world, to glorify God, to leave a legacy, to make a kingdom difference here on earth. And so when you want to impact the world, when you want to see those dreams get accomplished, you need to grow. You need to grow yourself, right? You need to work out the disciplines and the habits to not just stay sitting on your butt, watching Netflix and escaping reality, but instead growing reading books, listening to audiobooks, listening to podcasts like you are right now, surrendering yourself in prayer, fasting over your business or your ministry or over your family or over whatever struggles that you're having, right? You develop and then you disciple. You want to lead someone else along the transformation God is taking you in? Then you need to develop yourself in that transformation. You need to continue to grow. And hear me say this because I have walked so many ladies through remembering that, hey, you don't have to have it all together. You don't have to be perfect. You will never attain perfection. You will never attain the place that God is growing us to, right? You'll never attain perfect refinement. But as long as you are continuing to grow, you're a few steps ahead of someone you want to serve, you can disciple them. You can develop them. You can carry them along that journey as long as you are continuing to grow. Because if you stop man, you've gone through this development, you've gone through this transformation, you have allowed God to do these things in your heart, but I've just gotten complacent. I've grown weary and I've stopped growing and I've stopped developing. Well, eventually, really quickly, those people you're discipling and developing are going to reach your point and they're going to hit a ceiling where you can no longer serve them because you've stopped growing and developing yourself. So if you continue to develop, you will continue to be able to disciple. You surrender, then you serve. You have to recognize that in having visions and dreams and putting plans into action and even putting them on paper and beginning to develop and grow yourself, there is a constant state of surrender, okay? surrendering it all to the Lord, surrendering it all to the spirit, because we act a lot out of our physical realm, out of our flesh, and not always to the the spirit, right? And so we need to surrender our physical in submission to the spirit so that we can hear the voice of of the Lord and the Holy Spirit moving in us. We can get clear instructions and directions for our next steps, and we can continue to serve as God is calling us to serve. But you can't serve if you're doing it out of your own abilities. You can't serve if you're clinging tight to your own control and agenda. You can't serve the way God is calling you to serve if you are relying on your own gifts and your own strengths, okay? You have to surrender. It is in that act of daily surrender that you will have opportunities to daily serve and daily impact the people around you, okay? So dreaming is great. Dreaming is incredible, Dreaming is where we get our eyes on the vision and we know where we're headed and we know what God has for us and we can make commitments, right? We can surrender these things to the Lord and we can say, God, I commit these things to you because I believe this is what you want to do through my life. We have a vision to work towards, right? We have a plan, but it's preparation, That's going to bring it to fruition. It's preparation that's going to bring us through it. You know, you hear about the Proverbs 31 woman all the time, right? And we all say, man, I want to be the Proverbs 31 woman. I want to have all these things. But have you really dove deep into that scripture? Because everything in that scripture talks about not just how she is amazing and humble and has this great attitude and sits behind the scenes and is super quiet and all that. No, the Proverbs 31 woman. Is working and preparing and developing and growing and spending endless amounts of energy and working hard. In becoming disciplined, it says she likes to work with her hands, okay? She's not just toiling away in her mind or her thoughts, okay? But she's working with her hands. She's doing physical labor and hard work in order to see the things God has called her to do for her family and outside of her home. You'll see that in Proverbs 31. She works outside of her home. She has her own business. She has her own ministries, okay? Plenty of them. She works with her hands. She gets up while it's still dark. She prepares food for her family. She is creating the discipline of submitting her flesh, right? Because no one likes to get out of the bed when it's still dark, right? That is submitting your flesh to the spirit because God is calling you in preparation to do these things, right? She inspects and buys a field. She's using her knowledge in her brain and the wisdom that God has given her. And she's purchasing something, right? She's making investments. She's making investments in herself, She's making investments in her business, okay? She's making investments in her ministry. She buys this field and with the money she has earned, she plants the vineyard, right? This is an investment she's putting back into her business. If you harvest, right? If you sow the seed, the harvest will come. You have to invest in who you are. You have to invest in your leadership. You have to invest in your personal development. You have to invest in your growth. You have to de- invest in your ministry and your business if you're a business owner. She's not just investing in time and energy. She's investing in money. And then she puts in the time and energy from that investment to do the work that she needs to do from that investment. Ladies, it is biblical to make investments in yourself. It is biblical to make investments into your calling. It is biblical to invest financially into the things that God is calling you to achieve, right? That he's calling you to accomplish. She works with energy, okay? Not just works with Oh, I'm so tired and exhausted and my kid kept me up all night and listen to me. I'm preaching to the choir because I've been there. I got four littles and it seems like once you get one established in a good sleep routine, all of a sudden the other ones are out of it, right? But she's not just begrudging her work. She's working with energy. She's putting a little bit of fire in her belly and underneath her legs to get going, right? She works with energy. Her arms are strong. What does that tell her? She takes care of her physical body so that she has the energy and the ability. One way that you need to be developing to reach your dreams is to invest in your physical body, whether that's the food you put into your body, the exercise that you take on a consistent discipline and habit. Don't forget, I'm still perfecting myself here. I'm still working towards these things and growing and refining in this. Her light burns into the night. She's not just stopping when she clocks out at 5 or 6 o'clock at night, right? She still is investing into her business, her ministry at home, her motherhood, her, her being a wife, her as a Christian woman. Her loving on other people into the night. When she clocks out of work, she doesn't just turn off all things and only do things that are unuseful. That doesn't mean that you don't work into the night praying over your kids or loving on your kids or taking care of your family. But doing things, spending time throughout your day in things that are fruitful, right? That grow and develop you and lead you into the place and the purpose that you have for your life in all the roles that you handle. She makes clothes and she sells them. Here she goes. She's using her gifts to make an investment to return money and profits. She's not just letting her husband earn, but she is returning profits within her business. She's using the gifts and the abilities God has given her to make a profit. She's strong and respected. She's not meek. She doesn't sit back. She withhold or she doesn't withhold things, right? She stands up to the temptations and the struggles and the adversities she faces, right? And she has a strength to persevere, to work through it. She looks forward to the future. Ding, 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 ding. This is where we see how important it is to have a vision, okay? To have dreams, to see what is in front of you so that you can look forward to the future, not get stuck in the past, not get stuck in past failures, not get held up in excuses because you've never been able to see it happen before. But no, you're looking forward to the future. Not only do you see the dreams and the vision that's ahead of you, but you have a good mentality When you are looking at it, you're looking forward to it. There is an eagerness and a hope and a desire and a commitment and an intention set to see what is ahead of you in the future. She speaks, teaches, watches. Okay, all those things are in the scripture. Look back over it. But she speaks. She speaks out the things God has placed in her heart. She doesn't stay quiet. She doesn't keep it to herself. She knows if God has put a message and a desire and something inside of her that she needs to speak it out. She teaches. She uses everything she's done and she's learned to be able to develop and teach others behind her. She watches. She takes careful view, right? Careful perception of the things around her, of her family, of her business, of her ministry, of the needs of the people around her. She has a careful eye on her world. She respects the Lord. And here's the deal is a lot of time we hear this, this idea of respect is like looking up to, but not only is respect looking up to respecting is following through with not just your thoughts, but your actions. So if I respect my husband, I will serve him, right? I will do the things that he needs support and encouragement from me, right? I will take care of him. I will lovingly do things for him, right? I will go out of my way to put my own needs and wants and desires aside in order to serve him because I have respect for him. And so if I have respect for the Lord, then I will complete, right? Accomplish, go after the dreams and the visions he has called me to. I will walk out the unique purpose he has for me here on earth because I respect him. Being a respecter of the Lord means you are taking daily consistent action towards the purposes God has for you here on earth. It doesn't mean you say, well, you haven't made it clear to me, God, so I just don't know what to do. Or man, I'm just going to fail. Or man, I'm so stuck up in all these things that stuck in all of these things that I have to accomplish that I just don't have the time. No, I respect the Lord so much that I make time in my schedule, that I have the perseverance and the courage and the boldness to surrender all these excuses and the lies from the enemy. And I keep pushing through, right? That I am willing to do the hard work and the heart work to develop the disciplines and the habits and to push aside all the other things that waste my time in order for me to accomplish. accomplish the things God has called me to accomplish. And if I'm not accomplishing those things, if I'm not taking daily action towards those things, if I'm not going after them, then I am not showing the Lord the respect that he is due. I know sometimes that is a hard thing to hear. Okay. That is a hard convicting message to grasp and to go after and to recognize that man, we're disrespecting the Lord if we are not living out his purposes. And sometimes in order to live out the Lord's purposes, we have to say no to good things. I want you to catch that. Sometimes in order to live out the Lord's purposes, we have to say no to good things. And sometimes those good things have become comfortable to us. Those good things have become things that we've clung to so tightly because they've become security blankets. And it's those good things that are keeping us our focus off of the Lord and his purpose for us. It's keeping us distracted and held up in the lies from the enemy that we just don't have time or the energy or the ability and sometimes those good things is, is how we feel like we are putting food on the table and taking care of of the responsibilities that we have. But when God asks us to serve him and to walk out his purposes, sometimes that means surrendering those good things, letting go of those good things and trusting God to provide not only in us accomplishing his will and his purpose, but provide financially for our family, provide physically and emotionally, right, for us and our families. Sometimes that means letting go of the things that we've gotten really good at and maybe people even praise us for because they're keeping us from the things that we know God is calling us to do and where he is calling us to serve. So I want to challenge you ladies today. Proverbs 16, 3. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. I want to challenge you to commit to the Lord to walk out His purposes for you, to go after the dreams He's birthed inside of you, the gifts that He's placed in you, the unique abilities and talents and testimonies that He has walked you through in order for you to make the impact and fulfill the purpose He has for you here on earth. Commit them to the Lord. In such a way that you are willing to let go of all the good, maybe even the great, in your life in order to walk those out. Commit them to the Lord, not just on a piece of paper, not just on a vision board, not just with the words in your mouth, but saying, God, I'm going to take action today. So what are you asking me to let go of? Where are you asking me to grow? Where are you asking me to develop so that I can go disciple and serve? Where are you asking me to grow so that I can then go? Where are you asking me to develop so that I can then disciple? Where are you asking me to surrender so that I can then serve? And I just feel compelled right now to just take a moment to just pray over you because I feel like the Holy Spirit might be in this moment convicting some hearts in not a condemning way, but in a precious, loving, gracious way of letting go of things that are going to be so hard to let go of. And so God, I just pray right now, For those ladies that are listening in right now, God, that your Holy Spirit may so lovingly nudge them to recognize big flashing lights in their head, God, and in their minds and in their hearts of the things that are holding them back from accomplishing the dreams and the visions and the purposes you have for them here on earth. Show them what it is you're asking them to lay down, to surrender right now, and what actions you're calling them to begin to grow and to develop in their life in order to be able to serve and go and disciple the people that you've called them to serve and grow and disciple, and and to make the impact that points right back to you, God. May you give us the courage and the boldness to walk out these steps, to say no and to surrender, and to commit our dreams, not just in thought and word, but in our actions to you. You're so good. You're so faithful, God. We give it all to you. May you be glorified. Amen. Love you, ladies, praying with you, encouraging you, and cheering you on. I hope that this will be a marking point of surrender for you to begin to chase after those God dreams. Be blessed. Thanks for listening to Ministry and Motherhood. We're praying that today was an encouragement to you. But more than that, inspiration to just start taking action. Want to learn more? Join our Facebook group called Ministry of Motherhood or check us out online at laurenapple.org.